Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Now. Uh, my name is Lance Nelson and uh, welcome back to the show. I have a very, very special guest uh, with me today. And uh, just before I introduce her, I want to thank you all for sharing the last podcast. It was one of the biggest we have had. Um, now then, Natalia Kaszewska. I got that wrong. Yes, right. That was pretty right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia, I think she's, um, you're going to be wanting to meet her. She's young. She's had a career that means that she's managing the general manager here at the Kempinski Grand Arena in Bansko. Tell us a little bit about you. This show is really to get to know you because um, people want to know who's running the Kempinski, the most, well, it's the landmark hotel. And I'm looking <laughs> to Amelia, who's the backup crew here. <laughs> How are you, Amelia? Fine, thank you. Good to have you here. So, Natalia, tell us a little bit about your background. You were born in St. Petersburg. Yes, thank you for flattering introduction. Um, uh, yeah, I'm from St. Petersburg in Russia. I think one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I have been with the company for a while, 12 years now, and I've been traveling with the company for the last uh, four years. I've been to a couple of quite exotic destinations. And that included the Middle East, Dubai? And that and included Dubai, that included Cairo, and that included Beijing. Beijing. Um, yeah. uh, were these general manager positions? or were No, hotel no. manager hotel in Beijing. Manager. In uh, Cairo it was more of a task force, but also hotel manager. And uh, Dubai was hotel manager as well. Yeah. Very good. So tell yes. us a little bit about China, because our last general manager, Carsten Zeiber, was in Beijing as well, wasn't he? Correct. We were in different hotels. He was in Beijing Lufthansa Center, which yes. is in in Beijing. Yes. Uh, mine was a little bit more in the middle of nowhere. It was uh, Huairo village, uh, 50 kilometers away from Beijing, which is still called Beijing. It's just like suburbs. And uh, we had a fantastic governmental project there. Um, we held APEC in 2014. It was a hotel opening. It was called Sunrise Kempinski Hotel and Yanchi Island, managed wow. by Kempinski. Two properties in one, huge Chinese scale and really, really interesting project to, to work with. Okay, so let's just go back a little bit. What, what made you go into hotel management? You were in St. Petersburg. Was it something you dreamt to do or was it something you... No, not really. No? It, it came as a surprise. <laughs> uh, my father used to be in um, tourism for many, many years back in the 90s. And uh, I studied economics and finance, so I, my, my normal path would be to follow my dad and join his company. But uh, while I was finishing my studies and writing my thesis, I had to work somewhere for just half a year, and that happened to be a hotel. Okay. And since then, I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> what was your thesis on, by the way? Uh, it was on um, staff motivation and international, I I like in different international um, environments. In okay. environments. I'm just redirecting the microphone. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> okay. So you worked in a hotel, and I guess you really did quite a few jobs there. All the, you know, perhaps the jobs that you're glad not doing. Yes. <laughs> While I was actually working in the hotel when I was writing my thesis, that was in banquet sales. And it was in Moscow at uh, one um, very nice hotel there. And once I finished that, I wanted to move back to St. Petersburg. Mm -hmm. And a Kempinski was about to open. So I came to the hotel, 
I handed my CV over and I really wanted to sell banquets because I loved it. You like banquets? I liked it a lot. And Why? I think it's because it's very result oriented and it's kind of tiny little projects. You know, you meet a guest, you make you you create an individualized event for the person uh, for the company it doesn't matter and at the end you really guide the whole process and you see the result quite quite fast at the end and you really know yes this was good this could have been better mm -hmm. so i think that's what i really liked about it S but when i came to kempinski and i said i wanted to sell banquets they told me uh, that it was great but uh, the banqueting rooms um, had not been ready yet and um, there was a fantastic general manager at the time from Ireland, and he charmed me into becoming his PA. Mm -hmm. That was not what I was expecting, but that happened. I did that for half a year and gave me a great, great overview of the hotel overall and what you can actually do in the hotel. And then when he asked me, what do you want to do next? I said, food and beverage. Um, so I was assistant F&B manager for, what was it, almost three years. Then uh, one day we didn't have a front office manager and uh, I switched within two weeks from F&B to front office as a front office manager, which was a very funny experience in a way. Funny? I mean, what did you learn then in the F&B section? In F&B, everything, man, food and beverage, it's, it's like we had, uh, we have, what, uh, three restaurants, we had uh, a bar, we had banquets, we were running very busy. Uh, it's it's also seasonal properties in Petersburg, you have really high season during the summertime, winters are slow, so you really have to adjust same thing with weekends, weekdays, summer, winter, and there's a lot of um, challenge um, solving <laughs> and there's a story there solving. somewhere when people say challenge you know there's a story don't you yes. um, <laughs> well that was kind of a consistent challenge but consistent <laughs> consistently <laughs> challenging okay no it was great it was also a fantastic experience again it was a new hotel so things were still just shaping up mm. and uh, that was very interesting and then i moved to rooms to front office uh, front office manager, then rooms division, and um, then it was a very unfortunate moment when our GM uh, got sick and uh, passed away eventually, oh and we had nobody, so I was in charge of the hotel for about eight months, through the high season, through the budgeting process and everything else, so um, that's when fire. I was... Exactly, that's how I learn usually, by being thrown in the water. For me, that works the best. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that's um, when we got the new GM, I thought that it's time to go somewhere else. Right. And uh, China was the perfect and it was exotic enough. I would yeah, say. I would say so. Really different. OK, so here we are in Bansko. Yeah. What are your first impressions? You've just been here, what, three months now? Less. It's not even two yet. Not even two? No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. So you arrived. <laughs> off your airport, you're, you, you got to the hotel, what did you immediately think? Positive and maybe less good? I was lucky. I had a chance to see the hotel before I started. I came here in July and exactly arrived to Sofia Airport. Nice airport, convenient, but I wouldn't really say exactly exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, then you drive through Sofia suburbs, which is... Uh, 
yeah, fine. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're in the sunflower fields. Wonderful. And that was impressive. Yes. Aren't they wonderful, those sunflowers? I just love that. And the way they I'm always trying to work out which way they're turning because you would have thought they'd be turning towards the sun, but often they don't seem to be turned that way. I don't know. Some I wasn't really looking at the, the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but they are impressive, aren't they? Uh, they? They are beautiful. And then you just drive through these fantastic mountains, nature, everything. I was coming from Dubai at the time. So, oh. you know, compared to the desert, it was really a wow. I opened the window at some point. The driver was looking at me like I'm sort of bizarre. Uh, then um, you arrived to Bansko, an absolutely nice European town. Mm-hmm. I did not expect it to be that nice and that cozy. <laughs> um, so I really, really enjoyed my uh, a day and a half that uh, I spent here in July. So when I was coming back in September, I knew where I was going to. Wonderful. It was great. So you're bedding yourself in but you haven't got family so you're here as a single lady correct guys <laughs> <laughs> the numbers in the show notes um no it, it's it, it's gonna be interesting for you because this is a different sort of place isn't it uh, let's, let's ask amelia a few questions because she's just not just got back from pregnancy leave uh we've known each other for what seven maybe seven years now i think maybe yeah i think so and um You've seen things change here a little bit over the years. Are, are, th- are the changes for the better or are there some things that are less good? Because things have moved on a little bit, so going back seven years. Or is it much the same? No, it's not uh, always the same. The good thing is that uh, the things are moving in positive way. Uh, the hotel is developing itself. It's uh, investing a lot. Uh, we have... Um, we're growing through a renovation process on a yearly basis. So even me, when I came back, I found a lot of new things. So it's definitely it's uh, going in a positive way. Okay. So let's ask Natalia about some of the changes she's got in store here. Um, it's such a landmark hotel and people want it to be good. The people who live here, the regulars, they want to come to the bar. But we all... We all like things to be re in what's the right rejuvenated sometimes, and I'm just wondering because you did tell me some plans the other day, uh, one a few of which I'm very excited about. Perhaps you could just explain to listeners about some of these changes coming up. Sure, and as you ma- uh, as you mentioned, we really have to move all the time. We can't just sit and wait for things to get better or to think what we did two years ago is still going to be fine now and uh, what we are doing now will not be good enough in, I don't know, a couple of months probably. So what we are doing is, first of all, you'll see changes in food and beverage because our food and beverage manager is quite new and we just got the new chef. He hasn't started yet, but he's already in Bansko. He just arrived yesterday. So a great addition to the team. What's his name? His name is Trevor Portelli. He's um, joining us from Malta, another Kempinski baby, and he is extremely creative. He's very much into organizing different sorts of events. He's very dedicated to what he's doing, great chef, and um, I'm really looking forward to working with him. So So the menu is going to be... uh, We will re... I, I don't want to say that we will like revamp the whole thing. No, we will build on what we already have and that's uh, working well. But yes, we will uh, 
change. We will make certain changes to the menus um, in Coma Prima, our Mediterranean restaurant. Our lobby menu will be changed as well. It will be available throughout the day, some nice dishes, snacks, uh, a little bit different from what we have now. And we will have a new Apreski Terrace. Okay. That's the Bella Vista. Okay. Somebody told me it used to be an Apreski years, years ago, but we are going to start that again. So the idea, just because we can't show you because this is a podcast, this is on the we're on the ground floor in the lobby bar right now, but we go up the stairs, and from there we will have a wonderful view of the Piste coming in and the Pirin mountain range. And what else? And fantastic Apresky Classics snacks from our chef. Okay. A great collection of beverages from our food and beverage manager. Some hot cocktails, wonderful blue wine, and much, much more DJ in the afternoon. Wine tastings. There will be a few things that few, uh, few I'm things. sure will be very good to enjoy. Okay. Well, that's new. I Last year, yeah. we tried that. The Kempinski tried outside. Didn't quite gel. And I think the upstairs will will work nicely. Yeah, that one is also will be accessible through the through our Skinski outdoor. Ah, so people okay. can actually go up straight from the piste. And the place where we had it last year, it was a little bit difficult to be accessed because it was. it was a bit further up the up the hill. Yeah. So this one will be really on the way, difficult to miss, visible from the slopes, and um, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what it will be. <laughs> 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 okay, so you're going to open when? The 6th of December. 6th of December. Oh, that's a reception party, isn't it? I'm meant to be there. Correct. Yes, it's in the diary. Okay. Um, I think uh, one of the things, people can get a little bit scared. But let's say they're not staying here in the Kempinski, they're staying in another hotel or an apartment. Um, people sometimes think it's going to be intimidating coming in here, but they really should not be, should they? Because this, this lobby bar is relaxing. We're on a sofa, it's quiet, it's, it's nice, isn't it? It definitely is very, very, very nice. It's welcoming. We really want to see guests from all over Bansko, whether you're staying with us or not. We want to have uh, the Bansconians uh, join us for dinners and lunches in the in our other restaurants. We have a beautiful Come Prima. We have uh, Sushi Tepanyaki. Uh, we will have now the Apreski Lounge. Uh, we will have. We still have the lobby bar. So there's really a lot. And you forgot Sing Sing. I'm going to do the plugging have for Sing you. And we Sing Sing, of course. <laughs> the wonderful uh, Ellie and Donnie there, uh, huge fans, and have been on the uh, podcast here. Yes. Uh, really fabulous. You're going to enjoy them. I'm okay. sure. I'm going to just change the subject a little bit because there's lots of people who listen to this podcast who are in the hospitality business and they're actually in Bulgaria. And I'm wondering whether you can um, share some of your tips you may give on being a good hotel manager. You've, you must have learned a few things over <laughs> your career to date. Uh, and you've done, as I say, you've done incredibly well in what is actually quite a male-dominated industry. So I think you, this is this is yeah, really brilliant true. to be female <laughs> running a, a general manager of a Kempinski is fantastic. Full credit to you, and also some credit, I think, to the Kempinski Group for yeah. promoting talent. So well done. But you must have learned some things, and you must have implemented some things that have helped you progress so well. What are they? 
I don't think there's really a recipe to that because you really have to find your own way. For me, it's loving what I'm doing. It's really being... I think you have to be hotelier from the heart. You know, you think about the guests, you think what they would like or not like, and, and you always keep looking for new and better ways of doing things and never stop. So I think that's one. Um, another one is, of course, the team, because you are nothing without the team. You cannot just run hotel alone. We have over 150 people here and we have really to make sure that they are motivated enough and that they're happy and that they share your passion for what we are doing. And of course, it's about setting up the processes, following up, finding solutions, finding Keeping difficult calm. solutions. <laughs> Keeping Keep calm. <laughs> Don't panic. Correct. So when you're... Okay, so that's all good stuff. I think there's got to be the passion. That's number one. And that came out when... Uh, this time last year, I interviewed um, the general manager of the Premier uh, mm. Luxury Mountain Resort, and he really said the same thing. That's, this was Takis Tratakis. And uh, very much a people's person, which I can tell you are, you enjoy the whole thing. Uh, so don't go into the business unless <laughs> you feel as if you're born to it, I think is the, yeah. is the, um, is the big tip. If you're, you've been traveling, obviously, in exotic places, China, Middle East, but when you're not working, what do you really enjoy doing the most? You know, it really depends where you are, because when you're in Dubai, you can't enjoy the same things that you're doing in St. Petersburg and uh, the other way around. So wherever I go, well, first, basically for the first, uh, I would say half a year, what you do is you really discover what's around you and what you can do in that place where you are. So here it's, so far I did some hiking, which I loved. I, in general, I like walking, and that's something about Dubai that I didn't really appreciate in summer when you can't just get out of the apartment, basically. Here, it's very different. I love it. I, li I love being outside. Um, then also there are some small traditions that you try to build around yourself and around your time where, y where you are. Here is the Sunday market. Good tip. Go there. Then um, I love having a coffee and a meal somewhere downtown. And it's just like, okay, that makes my Sunday afternoon. I know that that it's coming, so I have something to look forward to. And um, what else? Sofia is not that far away, so that's also not bad. And I started golfing a year and a half ago. And uh, I haven't tried the golf course here yet. It is didn't have time so far but uh, in spring i definitely will start yeah. or restart yeah it's a fabulous yeah. golf course and um i think you ought to add to that list skiing or snowboarding skiing or snowboarding i've never done i did some co cross country when i was uh, at school actually long ago um so i will definitely start i will try I'll get a couple of lessons and then I'll see how bad I am <laughs> if it's worth trying further or not. Ah, but definitely I want to. I then, need to yeah. give you a tip because everyone looks at videos and things and thinks, right, I need to ski like that. And by day two, they're getting, well, why, why, why can't I ski like that? And the fact of the matter is, it's like being a good hotelier. It's a gradual process. You know, you don't get to the top immediately and you can get it to whatever level you want. But it's like most things in life, in my humble opinion, it's about practice, so don't expect to be Alberto Tomba 
by your third day. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. So so what? No black piece by the end of the season? No, uh, oh, probably well you not. Could be, no, actually, <laughs> seriously, I have met people who've dedicated, um, you're in trim shape, if I may say so, so you look Thanks. very fit and healthy. I think you would be fine. Don't you think so, Natalia? Yeah, she's agreeing. She's saying yes. I think you could be going down the tomba by the end of the season. Uh, we're looking like some snow next week as well, so you maybe have to have a, an early go uh, if the lifts open up in uh, early December. So no, I'm, r I'm I'm really looking forward to try and to see, and uh, hopefully even maybe I just swirl down the slopes by the. I don't know, middle of January or something. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's see. possible. Yeah. Let's see. Take some lessons. Don't do like uh, some definitely. of your guests do that don't take lessons. No, no, no. <laughs> lessons. We have a great school here, so that's I'm sure I'll be well taken care of. So, Okay. Keeping to the professional theme, I'm going to ask the young Amelia here a little question. She's the marketing director, manager of the Kempinski Grand Arena here. And you've been doing the job for many years, but many people who own businesses, they've got to provide a great product, great service, get good reputation. You've got TripAdvisor and Booking.com to manage and all that good thing. Has this whole social media thing become really as important as people say? How much do you have to focus on it now? And how much is about maybe search engine optimization or other email lists, etc. Has the mix changed? Of, of course, uh, nowadays so everything goes online and social medias are very important for us. Uh, we are proud to say that at the moment we are again number one in TripAdvisor, thanks to our guests. Uh, we, we, are, we are keeping uh, the trend to be on the top uh, and yes, online definitely, we the, the focus has changed in the years from the printed uh, to the digital, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure it has. And I think it's this ability to respond reasonably quickly to negative comments. Of course, particularly. We, we're replying to all the, all the comments. Uh, and to take those on board yeah. and try and fix and deal with. I think sometimes it's frustrating for businesses when people store up the negative stuff when they've left. Because you can't do anything about it. That we can only yeah. just say very sorry, come back again. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I actually say to guests to be vocal. You know, if something's not right and you don't like something in your room, whatever, say, say immediately. Yeah. Would you agree? So I'm trying to train guests <laughs> because I know hoteliers get frustrated a little bit. Dare I say, uh, with guests who store up their angst and issues for when they get back home and hit hit the Twitter, hit the TripAdvisor, whatever. And um, so there we go, that's my little rant about uh, trying to just uh, deal with things immediately. So uh, I've got a nice cup of tea lined up here and that's another thing you've got going here. I'm a Brit, love afternoon tea. You're doing afternoon tea now here, is that correct? We are doing now afternoon tea a uh, Bansconian style. I love this word, really. Somebody told me on my first one, one of my first days, Bansconian. Where did she get this from? <laughs> I got it from one of our colleagues, but <laughs> somehow really. Your colleague was taking the Mickey, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be, but I like it. We'll, we'll run with it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so now we have a little bit of local touch, um, but I would. I, I love afternoon tea, and I like scones a lot. So. 
I want to have it from time to time, and uh, so we have to serve it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so it's uh, not uh, like fixed yet, but uh, that's something we will work on definitely. A classical English, British. Whatever you call it, <laughs> high tea. You're saying all the right things to me. I'm going to be your chief tester just to make sure we. Get uh, we'll let you know once we okay. need the trial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> once we have the tasting, you'll be invited, and uh, I hope you'll enjoy. That's great. Uh, it adds to the diversity of culinary delights here in Bansko, and um, and I really mean that. There's there's really good stuff on on the other day. I sorry with your competitor hotel had a wonderful Japanese meal and you know from sushi teppanyaki to here to tonight we're mm. going to go off to have ribeye steak at yes. the Irish Harp. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Me too I'm starving. Um, we better wrap up because you've got to go get ready for dinner. Not that you're not ready for dinner but you you know. No I better get my jeans on I believe. <laughs> get relaxed. <laughs> Be like me. I'm mm. always the one who dressed dresses down. So yeah, so loads of different restaurants to try, but I do urge people to try something here in the Kempinski. I'm not just saying it. I do come here myself. I particularly like it where I need peace and quiet because many of the places are quite noisy in, uh, in Bansko here in the season. So you can sit down here in the lobby bar, have a proper c- conversation. This is something I value. Um, also, uh, I, I do have to mention again Sing Sing. I know you haven't experienced it, but uh, this is a product that is unique in Bansko, the piano bar. We love yeah. it. Um, any final words? Have I, have I, is there some question I should have asked you that you'd have liked to have been asked? Not that I can think of Not right now, of. but uh, I'll let, let you know. Let me know. Maybe we, we can, can do it, it again. <laughs> we can try again another time. Well, I'll ask you at the end of the season. We'll try it again and see how the season went. We'll yes. see how you're skiing or snowboarding. Which one are you going to try? Skiing. You know? You're going to do skiing. skiing. Great. Yeah. Um, the other one is even more scary. Ha- have you put your <laughs> ski outfit? Ski fashion is important. Not yet. You've got a nice shop there. Oh, we have a nice shop there, and but I need to think of it first, <laughs> what, I, what I really want. <laughs> yeah, nice bright colour. Yes, L- definitely. Good in the photos. Yeah, definitely. I wear an orange jacket just for that reason. Okay. Everyone's <laughs> saying I need to change it. It's very yeah. old. No, but I definitely got a couple of uh, warm pieces here. Yes. Yeah. That's what I need. But you're used to the cold of St. Petersburg, aren't you? You know how to dress. I never really liked cold. And uh, I never thought that I would be looking forward to having winter. <laughs> because here, everybody's looking forward here to just get into the whole wave. Yes, winter is coming. Great. Yes. I never thought I would say that. It actually helps the feeling of winter because everyone's enthusiastic about yeah. you. And I was the same before, you know, being here in Bansko in the UK. Oh, winter, the dull days of January yeah, and February exactly, that seem to come forever. Exactly. But here, you know, when you've got the bright sunshine the, yeah, the that reflection helps. from the snow that helps the little glistening things look actually quite beautiful so yeah yes so looking forward to that good stuff we're going to wrap it up because we're getting hungry amelia any final word from you what do you would like to say just come to kompinski yeah we have a lot to show you she's a lovely lovely lady uh natalia welcome to bansko Thank you very much, and that's something I would like to say thank you to Bansko for, because the warmth of the reception of and the welcome that I received here is tremendous. Great to hear. Really great to hear. Natalia, thank you. 
let's uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Just one final little say, and thank you to SofiaGlobe.com, the English uh, website for all things Bulgaria. Check that uh, site out, and uh, I guess a little plug for the services of BanskoBlog.com and Bansko app. Uh, you've got loads of things there from restaurant booking, listings, transfers, you name it. Check it out, and a load of blogs as well as this podcast. So there we go. Thanks, Natalia. Thank you, Lance. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.